Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast. I'm Johnny. Along with me is my first officer, aka slash co-host, the guy who flew a CRJ with the cargo doors open. <laughs> Your friend and mine, Mr. Mike. Mike, say hello to people. I knew you were going to go there this morning, <laughs> man. I knew you were going to go there this morning. It's not my fault. Uh, your people don't simulate uh, pressurization. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that was uh, that was a little embarrassing. No one caught it, man. It wasn't until I was replaying the stream yesterday where I saw it. So, But now oh, the absolutely. cat's out the back. Cat's out the back, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Good to be back here, man. How you doing, stalker? Man, I'm pretty good. Hanging there, tired, man. I'm so wore out. Holy smokes! I don't know why. Maybe it's old age. I'm sure. You know, you, you know, you get to that old ripe age of thirty something, and um, <laughs> you know, you starts That's to worry good. on you. But you know, all in all, I've been uh, been doing pretty well, man. How about yourself, sir? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Busy week, but we're here, man. I'm ready. We're, we're here. Awesome, man. So, what have you been simming lately, other than the CRJ cough cough? Uh, <laughs> CRJ. Gosh, I think it's been mostly the CRJ. I, I flew the, the mm-hmm. 320 Neo the other day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, CRJ. Back to X-Plane now, though, man. Give okay. CRJ a break. Okay, cool, 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 man. Well, sweet. Well, you know, um, man, you know, I can't hold it anymore. Uh, Mike, we have a special guest today. I'm, I'll tell you, I am just I am just super excited to bring this individual in. But uh, Mr. Mike, I'm going to give you the uh, privilege, sir. Oh, yeah, man. We are ready for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us and welcome Mr. XP72, a.k.a. Norm himself, to the Closed Traffic Podcast. What's going on, XP? Oh, man. You guys make it sound so serious, like I'm somebody. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me on board, man. Um, Been looking forward to this one also. And uh, listen to your guys' podcasts. I've quite a few episodes I've listened to, and I appreciate what you guys are doing, man. And absolutely happy to be on board with you too. Sit, chat, discuss, talk about them open doors during the flight. <laughs> I heard the <laughs> intro, man. I trust me. I don't feel bad now because I had the seven six seven door opened on me at thirty six thousand feet and depressurized <laughs> oh, in the flight factor seven six seven. Yeah, no I don't know what I touched, but it did, and immediately there was mayhem and havoc so <laughs> don't feel bad don't feel bad mike no yeah, not at all. thanks a lot for having me on board man appreciate it it's a pleasure man thanks for taking the time listen man we're gonna just sit back here and kick it as we always do uh we don't stick to a script or anything like that you know generally we like to ask a couple of different guiding questions man but uh kind of what makes this podcast a podcast and sort of the uh the reviews and the comments that we get back is it flows naturally uh so that's what we're gonna do here today man so norm xp72 uh tell us a little about yourself man it's weird right because gosh by now everybody should know xp but for those listening for the first time those new to the community man tell us a little bit about yourself how you got into flight simming your love for aviation and all that good stuff jeez man um i don't know where did i get started aviation how did that come about um aviation is one of those things that came about to me by accident it's not something that i thought about growing up that i want to fly a plane or Mm. 
you know, anything like that, to be honest. I mean, I took my first flight at, what, 16 or 17 years old, okay. leaving Jamaica. I did uh, Kingston, Jamaica to JFK. Never forget it. Oh, you know, I'm, oh. I grew up in Jamaica, man. It's hot. It's Caribbean. And I landed in JFK at September 9th, uh, 1989. And I remember there was like snow on the ground. I'm looking out the window going, what is this? <laughs> this is nuts, you know. <laughs> but that was the last time. I, that's the first time I flew. Never thought about it. Wow. And just so happened that fast forward after college, I got a job with an airline, a charter company, mm-hmm. just out of sheer accident. I was working in my major that I went to school for, mm-hmm. got laid off from ja- that job, <clears throat> was working for some company that had like, they made like solar blinds or solar shades for high rise buildings. And like one project we had was a building in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Never forgot that. Oh, wow. I got, yeah. Wow. But anyway, I got laid off and sitting around at home going, man, I need a job. I can't stay in this basement for too long. <laughs> so I looked up a couple of interviews and, you know, news, back in, bro, for you young kids, we had newspapers, right? <laughs> that we had to go look at and circle around with a pen or a paper, the jobs that you want to, and you have to call the people up and stuff. Yep. You know, and I saw one that says, hey, uh, are you interested in seeing the world? I'm like, yeah, I want to see the world. <laughs> come for the interview. It was at JFK Airport, some some office building there. And they're like, come at 8 in the morning or 1 in the afternoon. I'm like, man, I'm not getting out of bed at 8 in the morning to come for the interview. <laughs> it's 1 o'clock. So, you know, being the, the Caribbean guy I am, I put on a pants, I put on a shirt and a jacket, but no tie. I'm like, you know, semi-formal, casual, kind of, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And I showed up to this hangar in JFK or whatever building it was. And everybody was decked out in full suits and oh no! I was like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. I need to go home. This is not good. They, they were, you know, shoes shine. Everybody looks good. And it was a for a charter airline called Tower Air. Oh, and, uh, a couple yeah. find out later, they they did charter for the U.S. military. They did charter for Muslims. They did mm-hmm. charter for Catholic church. They did charter for anybody mm-hmm. who wanted a charter plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did all kind of Disney World charters. All 747s, all, all the old Pan Ams and TWA wow. airplanes come wow. to find out later because we would be in the plane and see the galleys with the old bins and crap. Anyway, wow. I go and there's a room full of people and they're like, hey, I need everybody in this room to get up and talk for five minutes about yourself. And that's when people started crying. They're like, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> we have no idea. But I got up and I said, I have no idea what I said. I rambled on for five minutes, you know. And when I was walking, I was like, all right, well, it was a nice try. I mean get out of here as what else I can get somebody stopped me like hey uh, here's a piece of paper come see us later I was like whoa wow and that was Tower Air that was the first airline I worked for as I said never really thought about aviation mm-hmm. but being the kind of technical guy I am once I got to training that was uh, mm-hmm. another thing just to go through flight attendant training it was mm-hmm. all the different procedures and emergencies and airplane knowledge and stuff that you had to know as a flight attendant you're not the pilot Right. You had to know these things. Yep. And that kind of got my brain going like, wow, I love the technical stuff of it. Mm-hmm. And I hung out with a lot of the mechanics who used to fly along with us because we carried our own mechanics, our own avionics guys. And so I would hang with those guys and see what they're doing with the engines and with the avionics bay and climbing into the belly of the airplane up through the wheel well, up to first class. Wow. If you know the 747, you can climb on board through the nose gear. Yep. Mm-hmm. That got me like, you know, cool. And I stayed with that company until <laughs> they went out of business. They oh, wow. yeah, like closed down the building or some crap one day. <laughs> but it was oh. fun. I, I got to travel literally almost every country I've been to except China and Australia. 
You know, I've been wow. to all of them with the charter because whoever wanted a plane to rent, <laughs> they had the money, we're going. And they're like, yo, we have a trip for you. Okay, how long am I going to be gone? Uh, two, three days. A month later when I get home, I've been <laughs> So, you know, and then yeah. I found myself on a lot of these charter airlines, you take passengers full plane one way and then on the way back, it's empty. So you had 11, 12, 13 hours on a plane empty, just looking out the window, looking at stuff, talking to the pilots. Now I got into sitting to the cockpit because oh, left, right, you were do allowed to yep. do that. Some mm -hmm. old video of me when I was in the cockpit taking takeoff and landings a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And this was, I didn't even know it. Like there was no FMC. There was a SIVA. Now I know it wasn't mm -hmm. called a SIVA. I didn't know it. I saw them mm -hmm. programming stuff. Mm -hmm. This is like the 742 and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I start now listing, get the headset. You could sit in the cockpit in one of the jump seats. Yep. Guy was like, Captain was like, yo, grab a headset behind me and keep listening to the ATC audio. You know, wow. Now I just think of it as being funny that I now understand what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, a lot of radio traffic. Yeah. And that, that went on until they went out of business in 99 mm -hmm. or 2000. And then I applied for another airline, United Airlines. And mm, I worked wow. for United up until September 11, 2001 as a flight attendant. Wow. Yeah. And that was a whole nother thing because I went from flying all overseas, all kinds of crazy trips, to now doing mm -hmm. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and, <laughs> and all the little small airports in the middle yeah. of nowhere, four or five legs a day, short hops, oh, having man. to learn the, the emergency procedures for the flight attendant for all those different planes. Mm -hmm. All the Airbuses, all the Boeings, all the CRJs, all the MD-80s. You had to wow. learn that stuff. The United flies you out to Chicago for six weeks in an intensive training course mm -hmm. where they have their full simulator, not just for the cockpit. They have a full mm -hmm. cabin simulator mm. that moves with smoke and you got to shout to your emergency commands and you got to evacuate the airplane. Mm -hmm. And then when that was done, they did run you through service training. Like, how do you serve first class? Like the knife on the fork goes on the left and the right or whatever. You know, Never knew that. Six <laughs> meals, bro. Yep. Trust me. You, you think a flight attendant just sits there and just, you know, whatever. The ladies look pretty and the guys just trying to chill. No, you got to do some stuff. <laughs> it's work, mm -hmm. man. It's and work. Yep. that's how my aviation thing started to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a pilot. I like mm -hmm. this too much. Wow. Mm -hmm. Funny story, real quick. I know I'm talking a lot here, but. No, oh, man. This is what it's for, man. Your One of the young ladies that um, was with me in the first airline, not going to call her name. Mm -hmm. She, I remember her studying for PPL, my private mm. license, back in the jump seats when doing long flights and stuff. She moved up to be a military pilot, mm -hmm. one of the first women to flew across the North Pole, I want to say. Wow. Moved wow. up to be the first female captain of United Airlines to fly the 787. Wow. No joke. Oh. No joke. Friend of mine, we used to sit side by side and talk. She was a, a Jamaican American sister. Mm. Yes, she did. And wow. I was like, wow. You know, I was that's so proud incredible. of her whenever I see her. That's it. incredible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so. Absolutely. And that's the aviation story, man. That's how I wow. got to like start liking airplanes. After September 11, lost the, I got furloughed from United, mm -hmm. you know, because the airline industry crashed sure, then. Sure. And then um, came to Florida. I was like, all right. Florida is the best place to fly. Got family down here. Let me stay here mm -hmm. and, and fly. Never happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Total different career outside <laughs> flying and move on with family and kids. Mm -hmm. Never looked at it again until recently. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so do you it, go, you plan on starting a, first of all, incredible story. Incredible story. Um, you know, I, I had no idea about that at all. I knew you were, you know, you, you were um, in cabin crew. Um, you know, you had that experience and whatnot, and that's what you used to do. But wow, what a journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I can that. attest to hearing those stories, you know, from my parents and grandparents coming from Jamaica and landing and landing at Kennedy for the first time in winter <laughs> and running back in the terminal because it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I remember hearing those stories and whatnot. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So do you plan on now, you know, at this time in your life, starting to pursue your actual uh, PPL? Well, as you know, I did my first uh, discovery flight. Uh, yep. I, I put the video out, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> my wife, <clears throat> she's she's the one who paid for. It. She's like, "Hey, your birthday present. You like aviation? Here you go." Mm-hmm. Nice. And Ooh. totally, completely love it. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the people that watch my stream, they're encouraging me to do it. Yeah. If anybody's dragging their feet, it's actually me, mm. because from that first flight I understand the commitment that you have to have and the amount of um, training that you're going to have to do and studying that you're going to have to do Mm -hmm. to get it done but my wife's like yeah you're doing it I don't care what you say you're going to get your pilot license (laughs) I got no choice (laughs) choice. you know what I mean I'm going to do it I'm going to love it too Um, Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for the summertime here in Florida just because Mm -hmm. uh, with scheduling and, and my real job Mm-hmm. I need to have the time to be able to do that, and because once I start, I don't want to mm-hmm. stretch it out, right? Yeah, I want to spend a off. lot of money. Yep. Exactly, you know. Yep. The, you got to think about the financial part of it before you guys plan that. I, I plan my whole thing out and see how much mm-hmm. it will cost. I talk to the instructors to see how much time minimum hours mm-hmm. required. Mm-hmm. Um, retaining the knowledge that you learn from mm-hmm. flight to flight to flight, to flight and yep. be able to pass your check ride and all that stuff. So. I have a plan. So this summer awesome. is when we're looking at it to see we can just start it. Of course, I'm going to document it for you guys and, you know, absolutely yeah. good nice. and bad. And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's happening. Awesome. I don't have a choice. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Can't wait. Yeah. No, that's, but that's, yeah, we're, that's we're, we're, I'm going to be doing it. Definitely. That's really cool. Was there anything that really stuck out to you in terms of, um the 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 fire i guess kind of reignite you know the moment you jumped in your discovery flight did you did it did it bring you back during your your earlier uh earlier airline days it did because you know um as a passenger in an airplane it's one thing you're sitting there in your seat the entire time you don't have the freedom freedom of movement to move about Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't notice what the plane is doing as a flight attendant walking down the aisle you could tell when that plane is turning. Mm. People don't realize it, but you're walking back and forth the entire trip. And as this plane starts to bank, I mean, it's a jet, it's going real fast, mm-hmm. but you could feel it. You know, your balance, your inner ear, you kind of grab onto a seat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Being in the, uh, it was a Cessna 172 and mm-hmm. being at the control kind of bring back, you felt every single movement out of the airplane. Mm-hmm. It's not like a home simulator where you sit there and your chair is solid <laughs> to the ground, you know? And, yeah. um, Everything is like here and you're just adjusting controls. No, you're feeling a hundred degrees of movement. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of wind shift. The the sound of the wind over the fuselage on the wing when you pull up too much or you push down too much. Or you, mm-hmm. you know, I even forgot that I need to step on the rudder pedals to get coordinated turns and stuff like that. It was, like <laughs> it was overwhelming. It's a lot, man. It is a, a lot. lot. You know, it it's not as lot. easy as people think. I mean, of course you can learn it and get used to it, but initially... 
I remember feeling wiped out when I was done. Just yeah. all oh, the difference. Sensory yeah, overload. It's sensory mm-hmm. overload. So, yep, but tiring. it did ignite more in me. After that, my streams, I, I kind of understood a lot more about real world flying, and I think mm-hmm. I translate that into the streaming that I do. Absolutely. Not nice. doing it seriously as far as sure, checklists, but right. you know, taking it a little bit more absolutely. serious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's definitely once you start your pilot training and whatnot, man, and you start having that experience, there's a level of that that you also bring to, you know, your simulator experience, whether you're flying it on stream or just by yourself. Um, you, you definitely notice that. And, and, you know, Johnny here, obviously, with real experience and even, you know, commercial experience, man, I love watching his streams because he's always teaching, you know. He's always, you know, telling everybody about, you know, what to expect, what you're looking for in an aircraft, what this should be doing, what that should be doing. A lot of people don't have that perspective. So it's uh, it's nice to see other people, you know, when they're streaming and whatnot, also teaching, you know, bringing that that uh, that real world knowledge uh, to the sim cockpit, if you will. Speaking of simming, man. So that's your aviation background you know kind of how you got involved in in aviation and what kind of drove that passion now what drove your passion to actually start sharing that with the world man what, that's what, my what, question where did, where did that come from man <laughs> you want the real answer you want some answer that's that's gonna be nice and we want the real close the traffic real, podcast answer man the, the real deal <laughs> honestly real answer for streaming yeah sheer laziness and i'll <laughs> tell you why uh, oh okay. boy i the streaming thing came up on me by the, the flight sim thing came up on me by surprise i remember mm. youtube being youtube something i watch on on airplanes or whatever i watch on youtube mm-hmm. and then it recommends stuff to you so one of the recommendations i watch i'm watching this guy flying a a10 warthog and he's got a partner with him and they're talking and he's they're doing maneuvers together and then he rolled the A-10. I was like, how in the hell does the military allow these pilots to film the stuff in the cockpit? <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, at the time, I found out later, it was, um, what's that uh, combat simulator called? It's uh, DCS. Oh, DCS. DCS. It was DCS <laughs> with some dude with a track IR. Okay. Oh, man. I couldn't believe how, re- I'm like, what in uh-huh. the blazes is this? <laughs> Because I, I, I felt like I was right there with him in the cockpit, uh-huh. right? So I was like, you know, let me pull this up. So I had a Mac computer. I'm, I'm a Mac mm-hmm. guy, or used uh-huh. to be. Yep. All Macs. So I, I pull up, and I found it was DCS, and then talk about flight simming. Couldn't get P3D, couldn't get FSX. I had to get X-Plane, because I have a Mac. Mm-hmm. That's the oh, only one that's, that's multiplayer. Right. There yep. you go. You're exactly. Right. So for all these people who have uh, Macs, you can't fly Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. It's got to be it's PC only. Yeah. So I got this the MacBook Pro that's like ten years old, and I'm <laughs> literally I downloaded the demo and I'm running at like five FPS. Okay, <laughs> but it was the best five FPS ever. Ever. <laughs> because the the shadow in the cockpit from the sunlight in X Plane. Yeah, and it moves with you when you're banking or turning, whatever. I was like, "Holy crap!" I mean, when I started my flight, a 45-minute flight took like three hours because I didn't realize that the sim time slows down in X-Plane if your frames are below 20 FPS. Oh, that's that's right. why a lot of people they're. That's why you have that VATSIM issue too. Exactly. Yeah, but X-Plane will slow down the time because of the flight modeling to be longer uh, if you have low FPS. But anyway, I enjoyed it anyway. 
and then I, you know, I kind of got decent at it. And I, I'm, I'm looking at more videos now of people doing the stuff because now I'm interested in it. I'm like, you know, I can make videos. Yeah, let's make some videos. Mm. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. So I'll start a flight. I'll hit record. I'll be talking. And then halfway through the flight, I realized that, one, my microphone wasn't on. <laughs> so the video I'm recording is useless because I'm We've going through all this there. talk and the crap, you know. Yep. And I'm like, then I have to record that video on my hard drive, that space. I have to go back, watch it, and edit it. Make sure my mic volume is good because, you know, the airplane was too loud or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is too much work. This is stupid. I, <laughs> I can't is. do this. I'm, I'm not a video editor. I have uh -huh. no skills. <sighs> but I see some guys on Twitch. They just come on live and fly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm done with this video thing. I, <laughs> there are guys making videos way better than me. Like their stuff was just professional. They have music intros mm -hmm. and their volumes are correct. Yep. That's why I say much respect to the guys who make flight sim videos much versus respect. live stream. Work. It's, it's work. work. Exactly. Yeah. It's work. And that's how I started into live stream. That's like, you know what? I, I remember hitting that first live button going, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Click live. And there's like zero viewers. Nobody shows up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, but, you know, over time, mm -hmm. you, you discover a couple of people, they, you check out their streams, they discover you, and, yep. you know. Networking, man. Networking. There you go. Yep. It, it, yep. It's crazy to watch it grow, but that's how I started. That's the, that's the live stream story. It's me wow. trying to make videos and failed at it miserably. <laughs> it's like, yeah, screw it. Live stream. That's it. Wow. Oh, so, that's, hey, that's how it I worked out, problems. man. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Man, wow! So, <clears throat> but that's it, man. I just kept going from there. Just that's kept it. going from there. Too cool. Too cool. And it, it's, you know, do you sit back and kind of wonder, you know, how fast time has gone <laughs> since you first started? And now, I mean, you're what, like 20 some thousand subscribers? <laughs> Insane. <laughs> did you ever think, man, you'd get to that level? And still growing, man. Still growing. No, uh, I never thought I would. I just remember the days when I would be happy if mm -hmm. five to ten people showed up. Yep. I was like, because you know what a lot of what a lot of new people into live streaming don't understand. It's very difficult to sit there and talk for three hours when mm -hmm. there's three to five people watching and nobody's talking in chat. Right. And you have to keep talk. Well, for me, I wanted to keep talking. Mm -hmm. because um, I figure if you're going to sit here and watch me live stream, I'm going to have to have something to say to keep you entertained. Mm -hmm. Even uh, You can only talk so much about the airplane or what you're doing or whatever. That's how I develop my narration of when I'm setting up an airplane, you know, every button I'm clicking, I'm telling you what I'm doing. Right. I could just easily click it and not tell anybody what I actually tell you because it's content. And it's, exactly. you know, some people are trying to learn. Some people yep. already know how to do it, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, most of the guys who watch flights have been videos. They already know how to fly. They're they're flying online. At least mm -hmm. half of them. They mm -hmm. don't have to sit there and watch you fly. They have right. the same airplane in their hangar, right? Yep. So, I think I learn how to just talk, glance at the numbers, see how many people watch it, and then just keep talking. You know what I mean? Keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, 
And um, the growth just came along with that. You know, there were some milestones and numbers and markers that I wanted to hit. Sure. Yep. And I think after I hit some of them, I literally stopped looking at it. I just didn't look at it anymore. Didn't look at it. Nah. Yeah, I, I stopped, you know. I realized that the, the 20 people are going to show up. I remember when I hit 20 people, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I got an audience of 20 people. I am happy. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> These are yep. regulars. As soon as I go live, they're there. Yep. You know, and those people are still still around with me. Still with you today, man. I know. Yeah, I see. They I won. see most yeah, of them. For I sure. Most yeah. of them still. You know. Yep. Day ones. Mm-hmm. You always remember your day ones, man. But you're right, man. It's like you know this saying in sales, right? ABC always be closing for streamers, man. It's ABT. I call it ABT. Always be talking because to your point, you never know. You never know who's showing up for the very first time, man. And mm-hmm. you could have that. 10 seconds of you not saying a word or you not narrating what you're doing and they can just leave and never show up again right mm-hmm. so you always want to be able to capture someone for the very first stay time engaged, absolutely. that's why you always have to stay engaged and to, and you're, to your point you're right man there are varying uh, degrees of folks that are joining the stream right those that know nothing about airplanes or flight simming to the most advanced folks that just there because of your content so always teach mm-hmm. always teach always go and, and talk about what you're doing and how you're setting things up it seems mundane and redundant but you never know who's there for the first time just like when you're on a plane right and mm-hmm. you're a seasoned traveler and you can't hear this this uh the, the safety announcement for the one millionth time but there's always someone on that plane who has never flown before who has never heard it so it kind of treated the same way i always kind of look at it the same way it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool. i like that man always be talking <laughs> oh abt always be yeah. talking <laughs> i did some sales training always be closing true but always be yeah. talking yeah always Can't be make talking, no dead air goes by exactly yeah, exactly. I, I look. I'm not throwing shade on anybody, but I, I watched a lot of streaming content before I started streaming, mm-hmm. and I knew what I liked to see from some right. streamers, and I knew what I didn't like to see from some streamers. Yep. I used to, I used to be, go to on literally. I went to bed, fall asleep to watching Twitch, something yeah. about the airplane and the airplane noise or whatever. And there used to be some guys doing some marathon. 10, 15 hour streams. Trips. Shout that out wasn't going to be me. However, <laughs> I appreciated those guys staying on. Right. You go to bed, you wake up, the dude's still it's on. Still on. Still on. Still offline, man. Eyes yeah. wide open. <laughs> I love the guys who would interact with the audience. I love the guys mm-hmm. who would say hello to everybody who came into the chat. You know, there were other guys who said nothing. They still had an audience, yeah. but that was yep. your personality. I didn't like that for me. Right. right. So I figure I'll just look at chat. And I'll say hi to everybody who walks in the door that I can mm-hmm. recognize or, you know, glance and see and <clears throat> keep it like that. And, you know, and I think people appreciate that when they, when they, they do, man. They certainly do. You know, you always take the time, no matter how many people you have in the chat, man, you always take the time to say hello to each and every person. And I think, you know, I know I appreciate it right when I tune in and watch. So I know everyone else does as well. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. And then I think on a from another perspective, you know, in, inspiring, you know, young new simmers to the industry. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. You got a guy that, you know, 20 some thousand subscribers and, you know, you, you'll see all the time someone, you know, post a, hey, guys, how's it going? And all of a sudden he sees you and then acknowledge, you know, acknowledge you that you're there. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, that's inspiring to, you know, to a lot of new simmers and, um, I think at the end of the day, I think we're all looking forward to more growth in the industry. And 
you know, what better way than, you know, that, you know, brand new guy or gal, you know, coming across your stream and being recognized, you know, hey, welcome aboard, you know, welcome to the community. Um, you know, that's, 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 that's really cool. And, you know, I know I definitely appreciate going there and check you out. And, um, you know, I know, I know others do as well. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Dan, that's the reason why I don't get frustrated. Just exactly what you said. I don't get frustrated by answering the same questions a million times every mm-hmm. stream, mm-hmm. because I now remember that's me. That's the new guy who, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about Zebo. Like everybody should have the Zebo and know what it is. Yep. And there's some people who don't, because they literally just came into Explain. Yep. And I remember when I came into Explain, like, what is a fly with Lua? What is a script? What is? Mm-hmm. How do I add scenery? It's yep. a literal drag and drop. And we take it for granted because we do it every day in and out. But there's yep. some new kid that just came in, have no idea. And the temptation is to get frustrated with the questions. But then you got to look at it and go, wait a minute. He has no idea, does he? He has right. no idea how easy this is or how to do it. So I'll answer those questions the day come. And I think the moderators on my channel, they recognize that now. Because at first you're like, dude. This question has been asked a million times, but they recognize that I still answer them. Mm-hmm. So they allow that to come through, allow people to, to ask the questions a million times. And Not they being even annoying. help out as well. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so oh. I have, plus there's things to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's content. <laughs> it's content. There you go. Content. Exactly. Content, content is king, man. Yep. So, but you're right, though. There's a lot of new people in the Flight Sim and community coming in because of Microsoft Flight Sim. Mm-hmm. And we have to go back to basic from time to time for those people. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't bypass them and think that, you know, uh, they should know it. They'll discover it. You were new, too. I was new. Absolutely. I know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, spend hours in front of the computer trying to figure out problems and stuff. The only thing I would encourage youngsters to do, use Google, man. Do some searching. Yeah. Be, surprised be surprised how much you find. Research. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> really. If you put explain in front of it and type it, <laughs> if you put Microsoft Flight in front of it and type it, it's or, there. <laughs> it's there. Trust it's me. There. Uh-huh. You know, and I would dare to say that these new kids have it good. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, we had well, my back in the day. <laughs> like nothing because these guys way from X-Plane 9 and you know and Flight Sim from 95 and all that stuff uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. those are old old school but we had to do some search we didn't have better pushback we didn't have half the things that no. we have now there's no Zeebo what? No. <laughs> Zeebo what's that? Hmm? So, yeah, yeah. Real. people forget man people forget even folks that you know kind of remember those things back then a lot of fun I that's kind of our next question here. What are you thinking about FS 2020 and whatnot? But people forget, man, X-Plane and some of these other Sims weren't the greatest out of the box either, right? Uh, there was no 737 until Zebo came along for X-Plane. So I think there's a little bit of patience that still needs to be had regarding the new Sim. What do you think about it, right? We're what, nine, ten months in? Ten months in, sure. Yep. Ten months in. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you liking FS 2020 and what would you like to see as it uh, progresses. Hmm. Uh, to be honest, I did give FS 2020 crap. Because, <laughs> I did too. No, I'm not going to lie, because you could go back and watch a bunch of my streams when they're just coming out and me pontificating about what it is or should be or could be, whatever. Because I'm like, hey, right. it's Microsoft. Microsoft's got billions of dollars, right? Yeah. They should be able to get the best techs on this and get it to work. But... Mm-hmm. Being in what it is, it's business. They're going to only invest a certain amount of money in it and team members, mm-hmm. you know, until they can see return on investment. 
Now remember, again, Flight Simulator mean, is not as not even close it's to being as big as as other games, racing games. Just we're like a niche market, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it came out, and I gave it crap because, okay, look, and I think it's legitimate that I give him crap for this. You could get mm-hmm. the base version, mm-hmm. and you get the Neo, and mm-hmm. some other planes, GA mm-hmm. planes. Everybody knows I'm not a GA guy. I'm an airliner guy. Fine. Mm-hmm. For now. But you could, exactly. <laughs> for now. Exactly. Wait till you start training, man. <laughs> exactly. All my sweet, my streams are switched over. One seventy pattern. again. Touch and goes again. Touch and goes again. Hey guys, Steve turns today. We're doing Steve turns today. It's true, man. You never know, right? Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, I. You know what I didn't like was they made me. Well, I bought the premium deluxe version, thinking that mm-hmm. the 787 was going to be like the joint, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, you know, uh, what's the name of the company's quality, you know, quality, quality wings, quality 787, wing, yeah. mm-hmm. bro. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they, that was the, the drawback for me yeah. as far as what they said it would be or what I thought it would be, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But that being said, though, Every time I fly, I've had those wow moments. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a simulator, bro. Yeah, your yeah. mind. Yep. Yeah, you just still we fly fly over my house to look at it, going, mm-hmm. it's there. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and just coming in and approaching some airport that one you didn't have to download ortho. Right. You know, the scenery is the base basic scenery are meh, but if yeah. you have a decent scenery, but the surrounding trees and the foliage. I was telling somebody the other day, like, yo, the difference between Microsoft and X-Plane right now, for me, the top thing, mm-hmm. if X-Plane generated trees in the density that Microsoft does, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how good X-Plane is. Look. It's not even the ortho. Mm-hmm. It's just the lifelike trees around mm-hmm. make you feel like you're actually landing at a real airport. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. But Microsoft's got the, got the looks, man. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Might be skin deep in certain areas with these mm-hmm. planes, but it They're beautiful. keeps you coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is beautiful. It sure does. We all had that frustration, man. I was like you. I bought the premium pack for the 787 um, and for the Longitude, and arguably, they're probably the two worst aircrafts in the sim. <laughs> like, hands down. Um, and Told it's you, unfortunate. Mike. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate. Just, uh, Johnny was smart, man. The guy said, "I'm just gonna get the base pack. I can always upgrade later." But you know, for the win, man. When you, this is your hobby, man, you go all in, man. And I was, <laughs> yep. I was confident that they were gonna get it right. I knew, I didn't think it would be quality wings, quality, no pun intended. Uh, but I didn't expect it to be, man. I could barely get this thing from airport to airport. <laughs> it's like, Lord it's bad, man. Yeah, so, is, man. but to your point, and a lot of folks forget, it's 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 a niche market, man. So mm-hmm. they're only going to spend but so much dollars in the simulator itself, and the areas where they do spend the money, it's going to be in areas that attract people. Um, that's not necessarily hardcore, quote unquote, simmers, right? It's going to be the beauty of the sim now they don't really care about aerodynamics and and some of these other things it's going to be how the sim looks and people have to understand that from a business perspective it's frustrating but you know that's the world we live in it's the world we live in but i have i have high hopes for it i think it's gonna it's gonna get better we've got the aerosoft crj i felt like that has lit some fire under some folks i realized pmdg kind of now changed their tune a little bit around the 
737 and said, you know, most of the blockers that we saw earlier on are now kind of alleviated and we should start to make progress here. So that's good news. That's good news for the sim and good news for the community. Yep, just just like with explain P three D FSX, it is actually the community mm-hmm. that makes it good. It's it not the good. developer per se. Yep, it's all the extra guys who make all those little add-ons to to mm-hmm. you know just to you know and, and make it good. And then when the big boys come in like PMDG now, mm-hmm. right. it sets it over the top, right? Yep. yep. So it's it's just love from the community, like the freeware project, the A three twenty X mod. Man, come on! Unbelievable! Oh Incredible! Unbelievable! Yeah. Seriously, incredible. You know, mm-hmm. That's a Zebo right there. If you guys don't know oh, what a yeah. Zebo is, Zebo seven three seven, man. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. changed Explain Eleven, in my opinion. Yep. It brought a lot of people over from a lot of other simulators just because of that one plane. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> right that's here. Free. There <laughs> yep. you go. Flew it last right night. Yep. First love, man. The sound. First love. <laughs> yeah. And he's still oh my going gosh. at it. The dude and is still, still working. Still, still, working man. That yeah. sound. I hear that from a lot of people. Like, because again, I started in P3D and I still fly P3D. Mm-hmm. But even with PMDG, PMDG sounds are not touching uh, the Zebo sounds. Can't man. touch it. That bass when you spool up those engines, man. Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's 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 something. It's something. Yeah. So you know, the A320 team is doing their thing. They have an A320 mm-hmm. out. They have the A330 coming out mm-hmm. still got work to do but at least it's got a functional mcdu you know that you can put in a, a flight a plan and just mm-hmm. yeah it's a community that's what i say it's all them guys mm-hmm. dropping stuff you know so nope, yeah sure. um it is the future uh microsoft flight simulator is but i'm not nope. ruling out explain yet of course uh, let's see what they drop for explain 12 and i just think that they just need eye candy really flight modeling is there mm-hmm. airplanes are there sceneries mm-hmm. are there Give us some eye candy, and mm-hmm. we'll see. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Trust me. And I like the questions I get. People are like, "Hey, what sim is this?" When I'm flying, I'm like, I laugh. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not done. Because yeah. everybody was like, "Explain is dead." No, it's not. No, it's not. It's <laughs> nope. not. But uh, Microsoft will come around, and mm-hmm. we're gonna have to make a decision one day. Going, all right. If I have a seven three in Microsoft, a seven eight, a seven four, a three twenty, do I need to go fly Explain anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna. Yeah, gonna, that's see. when it's gonna get interesting. Once those planes and solid aircrafts co- start coming to FS twenty twenty, you know, is it going to make sense to go back, or maybe you'll go back but continue to invest more in some of the older platforms? But uh, it remains to be seen, man. We'll see. That's that's we'll the see. question. But I don't know. You can't. You just can't. And explain it does frustrate, and, and that's the main reason why i get you know i guess a little bit you know bent out of shape for explaining because it's, it's right there to me mm-hmm. just something that's just next level but no seasons the vegetation you know just, eh, you know but the flight modeling you know um even some of the uh, some of the aircraft like the zebo you know just some some of the nuances that they incorporated like the vibrating flaps when you're landing i mean you <laughs> see that you know it's you know i'll yep. go on the southwest flight you know the, uh, yesterday and then i'll go fly zebo today and the same experience that i get on that southwest mm-hmm. flight is the same experience that i get in the zebo and so I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm curious to see what X Plane 12 does, because again, the physics are there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there, you know. And you know, uh, jumping over on the other side of the fence with, uh, with 2020, it's like they got the eye candy lined out. 
but we're just looking for a little bit of higher fidelity physics if we can get the physics down and again they'll come right i mean i remember when fs98 dropped like i was a oh man i was a baby when i started when i started simming and you know it was you know it was mind-blowing that we had like rolling landing gear like the little wheel hubs didn't even roll <laughs> you know and so it was just like to see all this it's amazing but you know, uh, just to um, emphasize what you're uh, um, what you're saying, Mr. Norm, is that you know it's the freeware community that really gives you the meat and potatoes in any platform, right? So you know, um, I was I was you know you can ask Mike. I was a little frustrated, you know, at Microsoft because I was so burnt on. I don't know if you guys remember Microsoft Flight, like Flight from back in the yeah, day, right? It was a train wreck. It was an absolute train. It was an absolute train wreck. So, you know, to see this, you know, to see them come out. Oh yeah, we're coming out with a new simulator. We're like, Psh, whatever. You know, it's, you know. But I've 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 been I've been thoroughly impressed. I took it up yesterday with that new performance add-on. Not sure if y'all got the update yet with the uh, performance uh, update. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, man. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm gonna I'll run that as soon as we're, we're done here. I'm gonna jump on and see, um, but no, I've gotten that yet. It's better. Check it out. It's yeah, it's much nice. better. Much better. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get there. But I think this is again. You know, we've talked about this before. It's a really exciting time in the industry now. You know, it's just, you know, I, I think at this point, you know, no pun intended, the sky's the limit. You know. And, and let me let me explain something to the to the new guys into flight simming. If you're new to flight simming and you came in because of Microsoft Flight Simulator, um, and you hear us go on and on about flight modeling, you're like, "What the hell are you talking about flight modeling? It looks good. Let's just jump in and fly and whatever." Once you get to a certain level of simming, and mm -hmm. you understand that there's airplanes out there that can give you all the intricacies that you're looking for, you know, um, the I, I'm not going to say they're study level. I'm going to say they're high fidelity airplanes, right? Mm -hmm. They have a lot going on with them. Once you're used to that, to jump back to an airplane that when you flip one switch for a light, it flips all the light switches. <laughs> that's a, you feel that in your soul, right? You're like in your soul. Yeah, man, it hurts in you. Your soul. Yeah, dude. Oh, that describes it. Yeah, you, you can't go back. You know, you know there's a difference. You feel it. You know, you're you're flying with the joystick or the yoke, and the airplane is behaving in a weird, erratic way, and it's shifted left and right on you. You're like, this is not right. It's not you know, right. If you're new to it, you don't understand it. But once you mm -hmm. get to those high fidelity airplanes and go back to fly a basic airplane, and the FMC doesn't work, and you can't do a direct to, and it crashes on you, and there's no top of descent marker. You might see a smile on stream, but in the back of our mind, we're going, yo, airplane, this what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, buddy? Where are you Famous going, Famous XPC, airplane, what are you doing? What are you doing? Listen, before the A320 mod, you're like, okay, turn right and start turning left. Start turning left. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's true, man. So mm -hmm. that's what we're on about, guys. If you're new to flight simming, that's what we're on about. You'll get to a point in your flight simming experience where you're going to start understanding that not all planes are equal mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. once you get that it's frustrating but i'm happy that the airsoft came out with the crj i hate that plane so much because i can't fly it properly <laughs> it's not the plane it's me you know you don't realize how much you you like auto throttle until you, oh, you don't have until it. you don't have it yeah so you're out there spamming outside views and wing views and mountains and you go back and you're overspeeding <laughs> or you're almost stalling it it's like oh crap you know yep. you know so 
And it's that's not an aircraft, airplane. man. That's meant for uh, not. I don't want to say meant, but when you're streaming and you're creating content, you're trying to entertain, man. It's hard to fly those it's hard. aircrafts without auto. It really problem, is. Man. Yeah, it really it is. is. It is. You know when they when they but, when they depend demand just a little bit of your attention, it's like oh mm-hmm. man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's part of the fun of it. I guess if it was all easy, you know, then yeah. it's like, what's the point? You know, still after a while. I know half the people watch me for the shenanigans that happens on the screens. You know what I mean? Just the crashing, the you know, the crashing on short final, the rolling down the runway upside down, the fire. It happens. If somebody asks you, like, "Hey, do you do you turn on failures when you fly?" I'm like, "Listen, I create my own failures and I don't have to turn them on." You know. Oh man, but, like, I still remember that, that Honolulu one, man. <sighs> <laughs> Thing where Zebo went right down, XP just taxied through the forest right to the terminal like nothing happened. Like nothing ever happened. <laughs> like nothing happened, man. That thing just went right to the gate. Look, what <laughs> can you do, when, man? When stuff happens. You have two choices. You can rage quit, exactly. or you can just work, just roll, roll with it, it, man. Roll with it, you know. You just roll yep. with it. We're only oh, human, man. I'm not gonna butter every landing, you know. Exactly. It's not gonna be smooth, you know. I'm gonna sit now. It's the latest thing is sitting on the tarmac for an hour and a half before you take off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because you, you got that conga live, man. <laughs> well, so yeah, tell us that story, man. I heard yeah. you talking about it, but I didn't catch all of it. So Vatsim told you, hey, man, we got to do something about your conga lines, with Listen, the, the traffic right. volumes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vatsim. I'm going to say that the service that these guys provide is just like priceless, right? Absolutely. Mm. It's all volunteer. It's not paid. There are other right. good networks mm. out there like, you know, <clears throat> Pilot like um, Pilot Edge that's paid and they're great. Mm-hmm. But Vatsim is all volunteer. So just like how we're excited about um, flying planes, they're excited mm-hmm. about controlling airspace with people, right? Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, man, the guys just decided, you know what? Every time you fly, we're going to fly with you. <laughs> and then the numbers go up. Then you combine that with a Friday night operations oh where oh everybody's going from point A to point B. Yep. Now you get a real Congo line, right? And the first time it happened was in San Francisco. The flight was like 35 minutes, and I spent an hour and a half on the ground for One engine oh. taxi, right? But I'm like, you know what? It's Friday. I'm not going away tomorrow. I'm not going to work. Let's roll with mm-hmm. it. Let's see how long the stream's mm-hmm. going to be. Yeah. And it was long. Happened again. And of course, wise me decided, you know what? Let's do something funny. Let me disconnect from Vatsim, take off, and then rejoin in the middle of the, of the flight. Oh, man. <laughs> Immediately, boop, I got a Vatsim supervisor like, yo, what are you doing? What are you you doing? can't do that. You know? <laughs> that guy, you Call the number. You know? <laughs> Call the number. <laughs> I understood. I violated a rule. He was right. I was like, all right, fine. Can't do that. Next stream happened. We were in Salt Lake City, I guess. It was another conga line, and I decided to reroute yep. to somewhere else. So finally, the Vatsim hit me up on Discord. They're like, yo, man, we need a favor from you. I'm like, yeah, sure. What's up? What's going on? Like, <laughs> we need you not to fly into the FNO. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, we need you to, like, no, no, no. To be fair, they were like, all right, we need to do something about this. Because if you do it, what's going to end up happening is frustration. We're going to have to space mm-hmm. you guys out every 20 minutes. Yep. So that and holds and all that. We don't have a hold, that. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. He goes, can you fly like out of a different airport and have your crew fly from different airports into the same thing? I'm like, that's going to be difficult. But mm-hmm. I said, you know what I'll do? I'll fly from one airport over the Vatsim event to another airport. 
Mm-hmm. So he still had to the ATC. Mm-hmm. And I would think, I thought, like, okay, you know, I'll have a few people fly. No, everybody followed along. They're like, cool. That's what XP is doing. We're going to do the same thing. We're gonna do nice. That. And it did alleviate the stress on the, the main airport. Mm-hmm. And we also had ATC coverage from, from point A to point B, which point is good. Wow, we had awesome. we had uh, clearance. We got ground. We have tower. We have departure. And every, wherever I fly now, shout out to Vatsim again. They jump on and like, hey, you know. They did used to invite me, like, hey, man, we're having an event over at this ARTCC. You want to, you want to come? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> don't come. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we need traffic. Hit up XP. Hey, I was baby. like, XP, take that traffic this way. Go. <laughs> go somewhere else. Just go. Get out of here. You know? No, oh. but no, it's fun, man. And if you ask me if I'm going to ever leave VATSIM now, I... I for me, part of my simming is having air traffic control coverage. Oh, yeah. It, some people might find it frustrating at times, and it can be because you got to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it helps you with your descent. You know, it mm-hmm. helps you with your vectors to your final runway. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 the realism notch goes up. And I sweat sometimes because I'm talking to the audience. I'm trying to manage On a plane. ATC. Airplane, what are you doing? Yep. And I got to be <laughs> in frequency for tower real quick yep. before I land like two miles out. And yep. it's, you it's know, a lot, man. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Meanwhile, flying a plane that's technically, you know, uh, dual ops, right? You, these planes that we're flying on Vatsim and trying to entertain stream and doing it, everything else <laughs> are not even meant for single pilot ops to begin nope. with. So, yep. And then put no uh, auto yeah. throttle in there and you have the rest of the disaster. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and guys don't understand that you're flying five different types of airplanes. Oh, yeah. You know, in the real world, you're flying one and one, you know one. it mm-hmm. inside and out. But you're you're flying different airplanes, different streams. So I legit sometimes now go into overhead to look for a switch and go, oh, crap, I'm flying a Boeing, not a, Wrong not a Airbus. Yeah, Airbus. same. <laughs> Radio panel, same thing. Mm-hmm. ILS panel is like, oh, no, sorry, wrong airplane. How do I do this again? The brain. Yep. You know what I mean? So. Yep. There's been so many times, man, because I'm, I'm mostly in the Airbus, man. And there's times where I go a long period without flying the Zebo or 737. And, and I start the ignition ignition switch and just sit there. <laughs> like, why does thing not start? Oh, I gotta introduce uh, uh, fuel now, man. Come on, <laughs> just like you just if you, you're in one airplane to the next, man. Every stream and every time you fly, it's just that's what happens. Yeah, what, what happens. happens. And this is why in the real world they make you stick with one plane. Mm-hmm. One plane. Yeah. They can't have you being confused up no. there with passengers on board. So. But <clears throat> yeah, but it's great, man. Um, but you had asked earlier about how long, and if I even I can't even keep track of the time now. You know, I one of my moderators they know exactly how long I've been doing it because they've been around me since day one. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh yeah, I've been doing it for two years. They, they go, no, bro, you've been at it for three years. Oh, okay, <laughs> my bad. You know, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, time flies. It really it does, does, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, let me just say this. I, I got a lot of youngsters reach out to me and go, man, um, mm-hmm. how do you make it in the streaming thing? How do you get the audience? How do you do this? How do you do that? Mm. And I give them the same advice all the time. One, you got to be yourself, <clears throat> right? Yes. Yeah. If you try to fake it, it's going to come out. So it's going to be somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to take the risk of if you're not a real world pilot, real world pilots can get away with this. They don't have to put their face on cameras because as, yep. as Johnny said, you're teaching. 
right? Mm-hmm. We love that. We appreciate that. So you get your audience. Mm-hmm. But if you have a microphone, I'm sorry, if you have a camera, put it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you will have some stress about do I want to show my face on camera? I think the audience gets over that pretty quick. They do. Oh, yeah. You understand? And mm-hmm. I think your interaction with the audience and them seeing your reaction. You know, I take a chance and a risk sometime. A risk sometime by not flying an airplane offline first to see what it does. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, hmm. Let me run with this. <laughs> One, it can either too. go good and I look like a rock star, or two, it can go really bad, horribly wrong. <laughs> and uh, people make memes about you over it. But anyway, it's gonna provide some kind of entertainment to somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, you know. But get yourself a camera. <laughs> yeah. You know, and don't don't be afraid to just step out and and do it. That's it. Yeah, it took me a little bit too, man. But then you realize, you know, get the camera, man, because the audience can relate to you better that way, man. That's what they're looking for. And uh, yeah, you, you kind of have to put yourself, you know, on a on a different platform when you start putting that camera on, man. It's uh, you kind of more alert, more attentive, and and whatnot. But it's worth it. It's worth it if you really want to take this serious and you really want to stream and create content and connect with folks. You got to do it. You gotta do it. I remember the days before cameras. I could eat. I could scratch my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was easy. Easy. It was easy. Yeah. Easy. Shirtless. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> exactly. You put a camera up. up. All of a sudden, you're sitting upright in yep, your you're seat. Like- <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, let me let me take this t-shirt off because this has got a hole in it. Find <laughs> a new t-shirt here. This oh, is not man. gonna work. You know, yeah. Every stream, I gotta go find a shirt, man. Like, what am I wearing today? And I can't. I'm not wearing this one because I wore this one last stream. So mm-hmm. let me find. This one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was only me. No, no. Like, it's, it's no. Uh, yep. And then it's yep. like your wife's like, "What are you doing?" It's like I'm, I'm yeah. changing by the stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She's caught me before. Like, no, you wore that one last stream. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I get called out because before a stream, sometimes I'll go in the bathroom, wash my face, shave my face. She go, "Oh, you get rid of the stream." You, know, it's like, you don't do that normally. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it now. It's like, yeah, yep. that's that's funny stuff. So that's behind the scenes for you guys, man. If you want to get into streaming, trust me, it's a lot more than you guys think. I mean, <clears throat> I, mean I don't mean to talk over you guys, but just you know, I remark how much setup and prep time before a stream that you mm. need if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it right, right. You know, at any one time, I literally have, between the two computers, I literally have 10 programs running, right? Mm. You know, you have the simulator, you have the OBS, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the charts, you have the Navigraph, you have the weather, uh, you have the overlay for, the, for that stuff, yep. you know? You know, and, and you can keep going, you can keep adding stuff to it, right? <clears throat> you got to make sure all of that is up. You got to make sure your flight plan is filed and filled out. You got to make sure your YouTube title is set and ready to go. You got to make sure... Whatever you need to turn on on the chat is on. You got to mm-hmm. double check it. You know, like yesterday, I was late again because, okay, I left the computer running, put it to sleep, turn it on, open it up, camera didn't come up. Literally had to redo the camera all over again from scratch. Oh, Don't ask wow. me why or how. It will happen every few months, man. It, really? Like, bro. Windows. Okay, I'm a Mac guy. <laughs> you know. Or Microsoft, you do, you do a uh, Windows update, and all of a sudden your audio doesn't work anymore. The wrong yeah. microphone is selected, and yep. you're talking to me like, all the time. With all the, the headset, time, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's not just hey, let me jump on five minutes before and my stream is up and running. Mm, yep, you know it's a mean? lot if, of prep work, man. It's prep work. work. If if you want your quality to be your quality to be 
up there and I think the quality is is important. You can't just slap something together and go, I'm good to go, I'm in a stream. Mm -hmm. There's too many people out there streaming to, exactly. to compete with. And even though it's not a competition, sure. people do discern different things. Your lighting on yep. your camera, the position of your camera. Well, these are the things I think about. No, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. Right, mm -hmm. absolutely. But, you know, um, I wish it was just, oh, let's just turn it on, let's go. You know, it's it's prep, it's prep stuff. Yeah. You people know. don't realize unless you're a streamer yourself or you used to do it or you're close to people that do it a lot of people don't realize all the work that goes in we haven't even started talking about route planning right oh geez. what are we gonna fly today <laughs> why are we gonna fly it what do we want to tell the audience about why we're flying this specific mm -hmm. route how do we relate to it is it a route request from a viewer are we doing it because hey you know we did it, you know this is what we used to fly on you know when we were younger so we're mimicking that uh crj just came out i did milwaukee for the first time yesterday probably would never go there <laughs> but you know we got regional planes now so let's start doing regional ops and, and start looking at other airports uh to explore there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking and uh, planning and prep uh that goes on for it for sure you're you're giving away the secret sauce man <laughs> it, it is no it's true you know i will sit there you know i will tell you i'll sit here in front of the fantastic looking at the world map going okay mm -hmm. okay i don't have a scenery to review Everybody's seen these airplanes already, mm -hmm. so there's no new airplane out. So what's going to be the draw today? What's going to make right. me excited to even fly to and even fly. bring exactly. that across to the audience? Yep. It's the destination. Okay, do I have scenery for that destination? What does mm -hmm. the approach look like? You mm -hmm. know. And now you have two simulators or more running. Okay, which simulator am I going to do it in? <laughs> do it in. exactly. You know? yep. And then once you get that, you got to plan. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's fun. It's fun, it but is. it's a lot. That's a lot. But you, but you know what though, guys, we do take for granted. Now P3D, there's definitely it was definitely much harder to find scenery. So Mike, you know, man, it's like yeah. man, you have to find scenery, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, like find it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, there's not free, there's no real freeware kind of things no. for for P3D at all. So no, yep. so it's I know, did. I did consider before Microsoft Flight Sim 2020 dropped. I did consider going to P3D because really? I was getting bored and frustrated with X Plane. No good triple seven. I see all these P3D guys flying the PMD triple seven, going, "I want that plane, right?" <laughs> seven four, you know. Yep. And I started asking a lot of questions, and guys were like, "Bro, if you get P3D, it's going to be five hundred to a thousand dollars to get minimum. Car. Minimum. I was like, minimum. What? Yep. Yeah." yeah. That's the, that's the problem. If you if you weren't in it from before, even from FSX, where you're able to port scenery over or pay minimal upgrade price, mm. you're starting from scratch. And to get P3D to look anything close to X Plane, they're right. You're looking mm -hmm. at thousands of dollars. Jesus, thousands of dollars. Orbix, over, what Mike is like a hundred bucks. Orbix, yeah. If you wanted to get Orbix Global, uh, the regions. <laughs> And then the uh, the the true earth and all that stuff, man. Oh my gosh! Oh my At the gosh. gate, I know. Out the gate. Sorry, P3D guys, it's true. But <laughs> here's what I like that Microsoft has brought to the table. You guys do notice that the sceneries are half the price, mm -hmm. and I think the payware airplane should be about maybe a, a three quarters of the price. Not as expensive. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I suspect that I'm not a developer. I don't know what they do, but it's just maybe a little bit easier or with the mm -hmm. art assets that they have to make these sceneries. Or the fact that they have a huge installer base, you know, as a business person, 
you can do the the, the high-end model and sell it for expensive prices like an Apple, or you can go yep. to the Walmart version and go, I'm going to spend it, sell it a million of these anyway, so make exactly. it a little cheaper. <clears throat> and I like the yep. fact that Microsoft sceneries are, on average, I think, half the price of... Um, they are. Yeah, they are really. Are. So. We were we had vertical vertical simulations on the podcast a little while back, and he was talking about that same thing. You know, he his price points has always been incredible. Anyway, yeah, you know, let's face Dirt it, cheap. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh man, it's, really? it's, a, it's it's awesome, it's awesome. But yeah, he you know he did mention it's a little bit easier, and there's certain attributes and things to take into consideration mm-hmm. um, when you're pricing for FS2020 now versus how you've been pricing for other sims. So it's great, it's great for the community at that point. No. Absolutely, absolutely. Although it could be detrimental, because I think, well, like Orbis had a sale, and I think I wrapped up in like five different airports. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you Whoops. got five airports for that price. When usually you probably get two. So. Like two. True. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Holy smokes, guys! It's just it's been amazing. XP seventy yeah, two. Holy. We are, smokes, we are just man. running. Oh yeah. wow! I didn't even notice the time, man. Awesome. <laughs> Jeez, running, man. man. This is good this stuff, is, man. It's oh, incredible, yeah, it is, man. Oh, man, XP. God. What's next for you and your channel, man? What's next for you and and not just your channel? Like, obviously, you talked about um, you know you're gonna start pilot training in the summer. You're gonna start creating content around that. Uh, but in addition to that, what's 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 kind of been without giving away state secrets now? <laughs> What's kind of been stirring in your mind about what's next for you and your content? Hmm. Um, let's see. I, I watch, I still watch other people stream. You Mm -hmm. understand? I I still like to take a break and sit down and watch people do their thing. And before you go on, I don't mean to interrupt you. I got to tell you, thanks for that. You don't know how much that means, man. When you're sitting there for us smaller streamers, man, and you come in the chat and you say hello and you spend time talking to others and feeding off of the chat. We feed off of that, off man. Of you, it's incredible exactly. to see you come in there and, and any other big streamers as well, man, to come in there and kind of uh, reach back, if you will, right, to support other folks in the community just coming up. It's it's incredible. So I wanted to go on record and say thank yes, you for that, man. Yes. And and uh, we all we all appreciate it. We all appreciate yeah. it, man. I, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have to. No, get no, 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 no. I yeah. appreciate that. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> I have I mean, to get look. that in, man. I am still learning because, like, for instance, I, I watch you fly the CRJ, right? I learn a couple of things from you flying. Go, okay, I could do it this way. So, you know, I'm stealing some of your techniques. You know? <laughs> you know that technique I stole from this guy here, Johnny. He was the beta, he was the beta tester and all that stuff. Exactly. So we all steal from each other. <laughs> no, small community, we exactly. all get different things all about. from each other the way we do mm-hmm. it and change it. Yeah. And, you know, as far as what's next, I'll continue to try to change up my camera. Ang- There's little things. Camera angles, mm-hmm. you know, of the mm-hmm. controls. I like to control cam now. You know, everybody's yeah. doing it now, and I love it. Before, when you used to watch streaming, maybe all you'd get was a, a green screen. You know, right. Uh, if mm-hmm. not, you know, now we got the camera controls with show, showing guys with the yoke and the throttle. Mm-hmm. I love that. I have three cameras. I can't believe I have three. started with none to three. <laughs> not, right? not three. <laughs> three. You know I mean? So that's one. I might even bring a fourth in. Um, nice. I'm going to continue to. Um, I have some things coming up I can't talk about yet from some. Mm-hmm. Boats. Manufacturers, not even mm-hmm. adult oh. makers, but a little bit above from a manufacturer reached out to me and go, hey, we got this thing coming out. We're going to send it to you. You need to Ooh, nice. buy this date. Ooh. You know, that's coming up. Um, <clears throat> uh, what else? We have, I'm talking to another flight simmer that we're going to have something 
would both of us coming out to do not mm. just shared cockpit stuff because i've never done a shared cockpit by the way i have oh, not incredible oh. i've been asked many many it's times incredible. <laughs> and i don't know if it's a fair mine or maybe it's not a fair it's just that i know all the work required plus yeah. the prep work you have to fly together with the person first, first make sure you actually yep. can make a team you know and, <laughs> yep. and not step over each other you gotta have the flow just like a real cockpit get out yep. to have crm teamwork yep you know yep. that's when i have to pull out the checklist and know who's mm-hmm. doing what and who's responsible mm-hmm. for what but mm-hmm. that might be coming up but I want to, I think I want to have the flight sim community live stream content go broader than where it is now, Mm. right? I realize that I think gone are the days that all you could do is just sit back, stream, and that's it. Just Mm -hmm. like how you guys are doing the podcast. Right. That's still um, flight simming, but you're expanding it, right? Yep. So on the days when you can't fly or you can't watch a stream or you can sit in your car or at work with your headphones and listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. yep. it still gives you the content that you love, but from a different perspective, you get you can listen to people discussing it. So I don't know all that I want to do yet, but I just know that I want to see if I can expand the whole flight sim thing to be bigger. Absolutely. You understand? Where mm-hmm. compared to other hobbies, you, you have so many different niches within that hobby. And so I want to see if there we can create more niches within the flight sim community hobby. Does that make sense? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's kind of like what I want to see the grand thing to be. You know what I mean? Because we can grow this ecosystem, man. Oh, together you know? we can, man. Yeah. Sure. Together we can. <clears throat> and sure. then the interface We're... between real world flying and simming mm-hmm. is so close now. You know what I mean? So close. Johnny, real world aviator and so forth. I'm going to try to mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. I see you dropped the video the other day. Of yeah, back my, in the back Cessna, in the saddle. You know? yep. And yep. stuff like that. You know, I'm just trying to break out of just a regular mold. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. it. I'm going to try to break out. Of regular. There's lots of streamers I used to watch who stream, 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 stream. And all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah. Because one, you get burnt out at it. Mm-hmm. You really do get burnt out at it. That's all you do. Mm-hmm. And I never want to come across on camera like I don't want to be there be here. streaming yep. for you guys. Oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Yep. I don't want that. So I have to break it up to do different things. I wish I could say more about what I want and what's going to come up. But I got to break it up, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. For me to keep sane, to keep flying these airplanes, keep mm-hmm. entertaining folks, keep having mm-hmm. folks drop by and say hi. I got to break it up and do different things. I also like doing the little, I take my iPhone and I film an unboxing. Those are always oh, going to yeah. be there, right? Those are always yeah. Or showcase my hardware or new hardware. Just, I tell guys, I'm like, listen, oh, how do I grow? You can't just stream alone. You have to yeah. do something else. Because those videos that you drop on a little unboxing that you did a year ago, people are still mm. coming across. They're still watching, watching exactly. going, You know what? Let me sub to this guy. Yep. And then you might stumble on your live stream and go, oh, I didn't know exactly. you live Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Gotta diversify. That's what's coming up. Um, let me talk a little bit about SimWing support. Yes, please. Please, please, you please. Know, please. Um, I'm, I'm involved with them in a the sense that I don't have a lot of time, but what I could do face-to-face, do little interviews for the winners or mm-hmm. promote them on my stream. I love what Simwings has done. Dougal McTavish and the crew over there mm-hmm. and the new guys are coming in has done a phenomenal job. Three winners so far with mm-hmm. the PC stuff. I love to see that because you're, you're, you know, you have young, young youngsters being inspiring to become real world aviators or air traffic controllers too. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I love being a part of that kind of stuff for the uh, flight sim community. And whatever else comes up, I'll run with 
you know, I'm, I'm, look, I'm open to all opportunities. I get so much message and email. Hey, man, would you be interested in XYZ? Sure. Let's see what it's about. That's how you're here today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to run with it. We, you know? we appreciate we're gonna it. Run with it. Uh, we do. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of, lot of, lot of youngsters don't believe that they can see people who look like them on camera. You know, mm. uh, let me let me just say that it's true. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. yeah so why not? Oh, yeah. Get over that in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Get out there, represent who you are. Mm-hmm. You would be amazed where your audience comes from. You'd be amazed. It still amazes me, man. Guys in Croatia, guys in Thailand, guys in yeah. Russia. Some guy yeah. says he's from North Korea. I don't I don't know if he is, but <laughs> you know, I don't know if King John is gonna allow him to broadcast <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, the flight sim community to me is bring this world together. They're bringing Absolutely. everybody together on a, a common cause, you Absolutely. know, with no shenanigans. Just, hey, welcome. Yeah. Enjoy. That's what makes it so remarkable, man. With yeah. all the nonsense going on in the world today, all the hatred and the backlash, um, it's this is a place, again, we say it's a niche community, but it's a place where everyone from all different walks of life, background, religious belief, whatever it is, yeah. can come together and unite over something common. And, and that's the love for aviation, man. Um, and it's it's really incredible to see that because there are not a lot of communities out there. Man, I'm on Facebook. I'm a part of a couple of different groups, man. And a lot of the times I leave them because it's just nothing but pure nonsense and, and just hatred and and just things that you don't want to be a part of. This flight sim community is one of the rare communities where you're real. I mean, every once in a while you have the nonsense. But for the most part, man, it's everyone just uniting and coming together to share their love you know, for this hobby and their love for aviation. Yep. It's it's unique and it's it's incredible. Yeah, aviation, you're right. Aviation seems to be one of those universal things that if you love planes, you love planes. And that's mm-hmm. first and foremost. I like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Take the focus off all the other garbage that's out there. So, but nah, it's good, man. Absolutely. So that's, that's kind of like what I'm, my vision is to be for the community. Who knows how that's going to work out, but I'm going to stay... F- just loose on it you know yep. every idea is a legitimate idea to me until i flush it out and it doesn't work or something <laughs> absolutely man. hey we got it we got a saying that uh, actually is johnny saying send it man send it so no matter what <laughs> send it <laughs> exactly hey, man exactly. see what happens man as, yeah. lo- as long as it's born out of a good place mm-hmm. you can't go wrong man yep. you can't go wrong so true, absolutely and now we'll all be here to support as usual for sure for sure mike man so um sliding over there to you sir you know um man so uh, 172 experience brother how was it and then you just got back in the south yeah man know? it's been over a year god i think it was a year and a half man you know due to covid and just other things i haven't been able to go up but it was incredible man it was uh unusually gusty uh up there you know oh, yeah. like xp was saying earlier on here you know you felt everything you kind of forget that feeling man but you, you felt everything and talk about work man i can't i was perspiring <laughs> you know by the end of that that ride with my cfi man because it's been so long that i've done it um and we just had bad weather but it was incredible it was fun uh, i'm gonna start documenting as well and creating content i'm back up again next saturday um so that's gonna be fun uh, i'm enjoying it and you know trying to keep it keep it flexible man when are you going back up, my friend? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my Lord. You put me on the spot. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, hopefully it's coming pretty soon, man. I got a few things working on in a process. You know, I just kind of parted ways with the diamond. So mm-hmm. that's going away, looking at something else here. So 
once we get that, once we get that all taken care of or whatever, you know, we'll definitely be going up here soon. But, you know, it's weird. It's like, no matter how long you've been doing it, if you don't do it for an extended period of time, yes. man, I'll get back it's in it. I'll, yeah, you know, 3,100 yes. hours later, man, I'm still sweating, you know, especially, you know, <laughs> summer here in Texas, man, you're all like, oh, yeah. you yeah. know get out of there is shaking this <laughs> like, like oh literally. my lord i need a nap you know yeah. so uh looking you know looking forward to getting back into it man because you, you you i mean you, you you miss it you know i mean you know love simming you know i've done it all my life but you know it's there's something about getting that three-dimensional feel you know you can mm. feel what the airplane's doing you know and it's a sense that we miss in the sim you know yeah. it's like dang i can feel the airplane about to stall you know all those sensations yep. you don't get in the sim so you know it's gonna be it's it's it's, it's gonna be pretty solid man. it's been about yeah about six seven months since i've been up so okay not terrible yeah, yeah not terrible man but you need a sign off though man yeah <laughs> man three takeoffs and touchdowns bro i already yeah. know i'm good on my flight review but yeah okay. three takeoffs and touchdowns man and yeah. then uh you know unite currency Mm-hmm. And uh should be should be good to go. But definitely looking forward to seeing some of XP's uh oh, yeah. world I cannot content. wait well, for that. Man, man. I can't wait either. That is was... gonna be incredible. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go get them GoPros. <laughs> yeah. And... Yep. Yep. But I mean look, I didn't tell you though, um doing the flight simming thing did prepare put it this way, if I never did flight sim, I would have mm-hmm. been completely overwhelmed oh, and yeah. not be able to function. Oh, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um the radio I didn't even realize it was on, but I just heard what was going on. And, and you know, knew. We, we passed it, through it was like Palm second Beach. nature. Yeah, we mm-hmm. passed through the, the Class Bravo airspace and we requested transition through. I know exactly what was mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the flight instructor was handling the radios, but at least when the guy was like, all right, you know, squaw code, turn this direction, mm-hmm. keep it at this level, I was able to do those things while he is talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that did help. It's just the movement I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. Yep. Yeah. And it was, as you said, mine was gusty, windy. It was crazy. Oh, out there. yeah. But yeah. I'm, well, I'm always looking windy. forward to it again. Absolutely. Every time I go back up, it's always windy every time I go back up. I don't know why. Who, you're, you uh, too? Huh? Man, it's okay. So then this is just from my personal experience. Every time I'm going up for a flight review, check ride, something like that, it's always windy. Yeah. I mean, it could be <laughs> at like eight in the morning. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it should be perfect. You get up yeah, there, man, it's like a crosswind. It hasn't even heated up yet, and it's still throwing at you. Bro. <laughs> it's never that perfectly beautiful day. Like, man, I should be flying today. Yeah, yep. by the time you plan it, weather goes, oh, okay, we have something for you today. We got stuff for you, man. <laughs> got some crosswind action. Send it. Yep. Send it. Yeah, I had, a, I had 20, 20 from the left uh, all three times, man. And the pattern on wednesday it was it was it's not like that yeah i mean we we got the santa anitas sure every once in a while but for the most part mm-hmm. it's usually calm but they were like oh you back out huh <laughs> let me give you some of this <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, oh <yeah>. man <clears throat> all right man i know we uh, i don't want to keep you too long here xp man any last remarks man for the community you know for the podcast for those listeners man any any last parting words man I mean, uh, let me just start out by saying, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you guys for the, the support that you guys have been showing me. Like, I mm. have to say that. Like, I'm still astonished by it, you know, mm. in a sense. Uh, I am still astonished by the support and the love from the community and what you, you guys have shown me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I remember the thousand sub mark was my aspiration. Like, I need to get a thousand subs. Right. And as soon as I got it, I completely forget about numbers. I'm, I'm going to say that <laughs> I stopped watching it because now I was having fun. Mm-hmm. And people were dropping through and just coming by and saying hi and waiting for me to stream. How comes you're not streaming today? <laughs> and yeah. just the, the support of the community has been, the outpouring has been Incredible. just like astonishing to me. You know what I mean? And uh, let me just speak on this real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I tell guys, like, you're, for you to, to do the streaming like this, you have to have the support from people around you in your real world life. Mm-hmm. Your family, yep. your wife, your children have to understand that I'm going to dedicate three hours or three and a half hours on this, 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 and this day that I'm going to sit down in front of the computer and talk to quote unquote strangers, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and once you have that and they're cool with it, Mm-hmm. You you can go. So After my my wife absolutely. You guys know the hand of God. She's like <laughs> famous right now. You know, people are like, hey, make her stream, man. Get off. We don't want to see you no more. Right? <laughs> you know, you know. Her support yeah. has been has been tremendous in the growth that I've had. Like I can attribute it to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Awesome. And um, but but everybody's just the outpouring of support and hanging out with me for a couple hours, uh, two three times a week, man. It's a absolutely absolutely appreciate that so that's one of the main things i want to say to the community man thank you so much for um sticking around and we're gonna do some more stuff we're gonna have some more adventures and more shenanigans and <laughs> more upside down planes and stuff you know <laughs> first take off in the crj man. oh my you know, god so you know you know who had to get it clipped on her youtube video you man. Know, right? you there. <laughs> I know, so. but look basically yeah thank you that's it thank you guys absolutely sure. bottom of my heart appreciate that Definitely. no no awesome man no and we, we, Thanks we for being here, we, man. We you. appreciate you taking the time today, man. It's uh, you know, it's it, it really helps us continue to kind of spread the love and the knowledge, you know, as, you know, around aviation and and sort of the passion behind it, and to be able to have you on, kind of speak to your background, what drove you there, and some of the things to come is uh, pretty incredible, man. The community is gonna love it. So thank you again, man. Yeah. Johnny, Absolutely. Mike, you guys are the best, man. Thanks a lot. No, appreciate that. No, we, we we appreciate you as well, sir. And uh, again, guys, um, man, I just, there's nothing else for me to say. So we're, we're just gonna <laughs> um, just those those final thoughts, man. Just just you know, just to bring it back home. Um, again, you know, shout out to you know those who you know support you know support us as content creators and uh, who understand and you know or put up with you know the shenanigans and all that so for sure but uh guys um any uh anything for you mike man what you got going on brother what you, what you got going on man uh like i said man just uh busy with work man life and work has definitely got me busy but uh again i'm going to start committing more time to flying in the real world as well so uh that's to come mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to it looking forward to sharing it with everyone as well absolutely cool cool guys well ladies and gents that is it for us for the closed traffic podcast be sure to submit your questions comments concerns on the voicemail drop us a voicemail and uh we will probably next episode we'll we'll run all the voicemails that we've accumulated so (laughs) definitely looking forward to that and uh looking forward to seeing some more content from um from the legend himself xp72 ladies and gentlemen uh take care of yourselves and uh, again appreciate you for watching the closed traffic podcast we'll see it we'll see you